Meet Janice. Unfortunately, her thing is sneeze attacks every time spring returns. I literally sneezed 40 times in a row once. Luckily for Janice, at the Walmart pharmacy, she can get over-the-counter allergy relief for things like sneezing, runny nose, and watery eyes, fast with online pickup or delivery. No more suffering? That's nothing to sneeze at. (laughs) I see what you did there. Help survive allergy season with fast online pickup or delivery from Walmart. Welcome to an easier pharmacy. Welcome to your Walmart. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Hello, this is Monica Reinagel, and you're listening to the Nutrition Diva podcast. Welcome. Nutrition Diva listener Kate writes, I've been trying to shop only every two weeks, but I'm finding it almost impossible. How should I adjust my menu and my shopping plan to avoid running out of food or ending up with odds and ends that don't really make a meal? Well, we're all in the same boat here, Kate. If you're used to stopping by the grocery store every few days, trying to think and shop for two weeks at a time may feel like a huge challenge. You may find that you're running out of certain things too soon or struggling to use other things before they spoil. Even for those who are used to planning and shopping ahead, the stakes suddenly feel higher. Running to the store for a forgotten item just feels like a much bigger deal right now. Planning out your menus for 14 days may feel completely overwhelming, but how else can you ensure that you'll have the ingredients for all of those meals? And when you do mask up for that grocery store trip, chances are good that some of the items on your list won't be available. So what then? Coping with COVID-19 is requiring all of us to be a bit more flexible and resourceful. Your menus may not always be as varied or as fancy as you're used to. Some of your meals may be a bit unconventional. Your go-to favorites may be in short supply, but there's no need to panic or to throw in the towel on your family's nutrition. Here are four strategies that can help you make the most out of fewer trips to the store. Number one, do the math. If you're used to shopping every few days, you might find it really challenging to estimate how much milk or meat or produce your family actually eats over the course of two weeks. So if you're planning a two-week shop, start by calculating how many servings of each general category of food that you're going to need per day for each person in your household. For example, if you have four people in the house and your goal is to eat four servings of vegetables each day, which I think is a great goal, well, then you're going to need 16 servings of vegetables per day. And if you're shopping for two weeks, that adds up to 196 servings of vegetables. So here are some very general guidelines that you can adjust to fit your family's eating patterns. Figure on, for vegetables, four to five servings per day per person. Now that may seem like a lot, and in truth it is more than twice what the average American eats, but it's also what the nutritional guidelines recommend. So what the heck, let's set the bar high. Vegetables, four to five servings per day per person. Fruit, two to three servings per day per person. Protein foods, and I'm including things like eggs, 
fish, cottage cheese, peanut butter, meat, beans, or tofu. Figure on two to three servings per day per person. Milk or non-dairy alternatives, and I would include yogurt and cheese in this category, figure one to three servings per day per person. And then starches, such as cereal, bread, pasta, rice, or other grains, figure two to four servings per day per person. Next, use the total number of servings to estimate about how much of each category you're going to need by weight. And again, here are just some very rough guidelines. A pound of fresh or frozen fruit or juice is going to give you three to four servings. A pound of fresh, frozen, or canned vegetables, three to five servings. A pound of meat, fish, eggs, canned or cooked beans or tofu, that's three to four servings. A pound of dairy or non-dairy alternatives, four to six servings. A pound of dried beans, nuts, or nut butter, that'll be more like eight to ten servings. And a pound of cereal, bread, dried pasta, rice, or grains, eight to twelve servings. And for those of you who think in metric measurements, a pound, of course, is about a half a kilogram. So if your family will eat 96 servings of fruit in two weeks, then you're going to need at least 24 pounds of fresh, frozen, or canned fruit. Or to get 96 servings of protein foods, you could combine three pounds of meat, three pounds of poultry, three pounds of tofu, or maybe a soy-based sausage, and three pounds of dried beans, and three pounds of eggs, which by the way is two dozen. All of these guidelines and calculations are included for your reference in the show notes for today's show, which are at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. So you can just even print them out as a quick reference guide, but don't feel that you need to hit these numbers exactly. I'm really just giving you these guidelines to get you in the ballpark, but thinking in terms of servings per person and servings per pound will help you make sure that you're getting enough of those essential categories. And it also allows you to be a little bit more flexible. If there's limited availability for some items, you can substitute a similar amount of something else from the same category. Now, don't forget to shop what might already be in your pantry. Make note of things like oil, butter, and seasonings that may need to be replenished. And as you may have noticed, I didn't include any guidelines for snacks and treats because I'm not as worried about you running out of those. But of course, it's fine to include some of those in your shopping plan as well. My second tip is to think about shelf life. When you're trying to go longer between shopping trips, you want to lean on things that have a longer shelf life. Canned and dried foods are going to have the longest shelf life. Frozen foods are your next best option, although it does depend on how much freezer space you have to work with, and it also assumes no interruptions in electrical service. Fresh foods will have the shortest shelf life, but even here there's a big range. Cultured milk products like yogurt, kefir, and cheese are going to keep a lot longer than fresh milk. Cabbage, root vegetables, kale, and winter squash will keep a lot longer than delicate lettuces or even summer squash. Apples, pears, oranges, they're all going to keep longer than berries and stone fruit. So as you're filling your cart, make sure that you're not buying more of those short shelf life items than you can actually use up in a couple of days and then fill in the rest of your requirements with things that are going to keep longer. And once you get your groceries home and it's time to start putting those meals together, use them in the order in which they are likely to expire. Tip number three is to build some flexibility in here. 
stock up on ingredients that you can use in lots of different ways rather than specialty ingredients that you only use in one or two things. For example, I only use pine nuts about twice a year. I make a big batch of pesto in the summer and there's a special tart that calls for pine nuts that I usually make for New Year's Day. Flax seeds, on the other hand, I use these several times a week in lots of different recipes. I use them to make homemade granola. I put them in my smoothies. Of course, they are the main ingredient in my famous flax muffin in a mug recipe. And I even have a recipe that uses them as a coating for oven baked chicken. So for me, a pound of flaxseed is going to get me a lot further and be a lot more useful to me than a packet of pine nuts. So think a bit about what's on your most valuable player ingredient list and be sure to keep those things in stock. Often it's things like canned tomatoes, dried beans, um, other onions, other things that you're going to use in lots and lots of different kinds of recipes. Oh, by the way, I've also included links to several of those recipes that I just mentioned in the show notes for today. And then tip number four, When you're down to those random bits and pieces that don't seem like enough to serve on their own, that's when you want to get out your stock pot, your slow cooker, or your wok, and turn them into soup or stew or a stir fry. And really, anything goes here. Feel free to be completely unconventional in your combinations. You can also use leftovers to top a homemade pizza or an omelet, or you can roll them into tortillas or even nori wraps if you have them and slice them up sidewise as roll-ups. If all else fails, you can freeze small amounts of leftovers and then incorporate them into a future dish or meal. And finally, Don't be too hard on yourself if every meal is not perfectly balanced or Instagram worthy. I think we all need to cut ourselves and each other a little extra slack right now as we do our best to get through these challenging times together. And a special thank you to those essential workers who are out there every day growing, harvesting, processing, and delivering our food to us so that we can eat. We appreciate what you do. Hey, if you're struggling with some extra stress eating during this shutdown, you're certainly not alone. And Brock Armstrong of the Get Fit Guy podcast and I recently hosted a special workshop devoted to strategies to reducing stress eating and avoiding unwanted weight gain while we're sheltering in place. If you weren't able to join us for that live last week, we have made the replay available and you can get that by going to wayless.life slash together. Thanks for listening this week, and thanks for all your emails and your posts on social media. I really enjoy hearing from you and how you're doing and what you might need to make this work a little bit better, so keep those suggestions and questions coming. You can email me at nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com, or you can call the Nutrition Diva listener line at 443-961-6206 and leave me a message. It's always nice to hear your voice as well. Our show is produced by Nathan Sems. It's edited by Karen Hertzberg. Our team at Macmillan Audio also includes Morgan Ratner, Michelle Margulis, Emily Miller, and our director, Kathy Doyle. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Have a great week and remember to eat something good for me. Meet Janice. Unfortunately, her thing is sneeze attacks every time spring returns. I literally sneezed 40 times in a row once. Luckily for Janice, at the Walmart Pharmacy, she can get over-the-counter allergy relief for things like sneezing, runny nose, and watery eyes, fast with online pickup or delivery. No more suffering? That's nothing to sneeze at. (laughs) I see what you did there.
Help survive allergy season with fast online pickup or delivery from Walmart. Welcome to an easier pharmacy. Welcome to your Walmart.